Uh, we're here with Brennan Layton uh, in the Vineyard Series, take one. <clears throat> and welcome to Happy Hour Radio. I'm your host, Christopher Chan, Advanced Sommelier, here in Walla Walla Valley for our In the Vineyard Series. I'm here today with Brennan Layton, who uh, is a winemaker extraordinaire, uh, one of Washington's cool cats. And uh, here he's going to give a little history about where he's been, where he is, and where he's going. Brennan, welcome to Happy Hour. Thanks for having me. Chris. Well, this is cool. Um, I know that you've uh, you made a big splash in Seattle um, for years, obviously under the San Michelle umbrella when you got started. But tell us about how you got started versus me saying it. Uh, so, how far do you want me to go back? Uh, <laughs> St. Michelle started out as the as a enologist, moved myself up to white winemaker uh, over six years, and uh, um, worked with uh, Ernie Lawson and uh, Bob Berteau and all those cool cats over there at St. Michelle, and learned a lot. And so, give us a dateline. Where are we, and what what year is this? So, I started early two thousands at St. Michelle. Um, in fact, I was there, uh, started when Eric Olson was still at St. Michelle. Not off to Clos de Bois. Went off to Clos de Bois, and now he's some big head honcho for, uh, I don't, I think it's, uh... Bronco? Canandaigua or something. Canandaigua? I don't know who it is. <laughs> but he's like a VP, I mean, I see him every, you know, I've seen him every once in a while, like every couple of years, and he's, he's, he's a, he's a big dog, and... In the world of California wine now, so that's, that's kind of cool. But uh, he, uh, funny story. Actually, there's a good story that goes along that. Um, so I was just a punk rock kid in the mid '90s that wanted to get in the wine industry, and I was going to Seattle Central Community College. This is way back in the day, and uh, and so I had this class at Seattle Cent uh, Central that was like career class you know teaching kids how to go back to school and make a path for themselves and one of the one of the the assignments was to go out and interview someone in the field that you wanted to get into and so I interviewed Eric Olson when he was an assistant winemaker at Chateau St. Michel way back in the day and I asked him how I should get back, how should I get into the industry? Should I start as a cellar worker? Should I go work for a small winery? And he told me that I need to go to UC Davis. And which seemed like a really big... Big jump from community college? Yeah, big jump. <laughs> and um, so long story short is I took what he said to heart and somehow I finagled myself into UC Davis and got through the program and I graduated and worked a, a short period in Napa Valley and, and uh, uh, saw, saw an opening at, at St. Michelle and applied and got an interview and over the phone and then got a call up and I came up from California, got flown up, and I was in an interview, and I walk in, and there he is, and he's now the winemaker, and he's interviewing me, and I, and I just looked down, and I go, you told me I had to go to UC Davis <laughs> and get a job, and here I am, and he's like, and I got hired, and it was, wow. it's kind of a cool little, you know, story of like how Circle things, complete, huh? yeah, and uh, so I came from California, came up to, back up to Washington, and uh, was, 
best thing I ever did in my life. I mean, you know. You said back up to Washington, but you were a Santa Cruz kid? Yeah, I grew up in Santa Cruz, Watsonville area, um, surfer, punk rock kid. Um, moved up to Seattle in late 80s, early 90s, like 89, 90, I can't remember. And so I was up here for probably six or seven years before I went back to UC Davis. To do music or something? I was playing music on the yeah. Seattle scene, yeah. yeah I was in that, that whole, you know, hanging out at uh, the off-ramp and, and uh, OK Hotel, played at the OK Hotel a few times. I was um, buds with... Uh, Buds with all the, the creamy cool. and no, I wasn't that man. cool. But I was uh, like, I hung. Well, I I thought mother love bone. I thought the people I hung out was much cooler. Uh, I hung out with the Rat House kids, which was like the Gits and gits. and Seven Year Bitch and Seven Year Bitch. Right, and so those were the people <laughs> I I hung out with. Uh, you know, my roommates and stuff like that, and you know, uh, um, those were fun days. They were they were crazy days. It they was were. they were really it was it was um, man it was a lot of fun. I mean, you know it's funny when you're in it. It doesn't seem you know it seems far more you know huge and and crazy. I, I, yeah, I worked at a, a Picor's Pizza flipping pies up there yes. and and uh, and then got a job at uh, uh, Brooklyn Cafe. Oh. That's where uh, seafood cafe down yeah. there on second. That's where I learned about wine um, from the GM and totally fell in love with wine. Before that, I was just drinking basically Jameson's Rocks and some beer, mm -hmm. and uh, totally fell in love with wine and just really geeked out on it. And uh, somehow got into that whole thing, and you know, so yeah, and then I. Worked at Palace Kitchen when it first opened up. I mean, these are way back in yeah, the days. Yeah, it's the 90s, man. Seattle yeah, 90s are awesome. You know, and, uh, yeah, they were. It was an exciting, exciting time. The city was booming. Music oh, was fun. Oh. We were 21 and drinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was good times. It was good times. But, you know, and then you come to this point, I think I was 25, where I go, I got to grow up. Oh, I don't. Uh, everyone has a different time where they need. They yeah, that's that. yeah. Okay, but that was mine, and so I went back to school, and I decided that I wasn't good at music, and I wasn't, and uh, and music scene wasn't for me. I I just didn't feel like I fit into it and the music business, and so I decided I wanted to do something in wine, and it was kind of like that that thing where you know that's when the whole psalm thing kind of started too. And do I want to go be a psalm or do I want to go be a winemaker? And I kind of, that was my decision was to go in that direction. I remember being at Seattle Central and what, you know, this whole idea, should I go become a psalm and go into hospitality management or do I want to go the science way and, and learn how to be a winemaker? And um, that was before there was a Walla Walla, um, community college or yeah. anything school up here, you know, and there's very few winemakers in Washington itself that were, you know, you can go work at. Um, I think even back then there was maybe Matthews, but that was about it. There wasn't really anything around. I mean, most of that stuff didn't come until like 98 was really the start. Yeah. And so this was like uh, 94, 95. And so it was kind of right before it and 
You know, I always think about whether if I would have not gone to UC Davis and just got into the wine industry that other way where I'd be compared to now where I went to UC Davis and then came back in like 2001 and how things had completely changed and, you know, for the better. And, um, I mean, I, I, I really am happy with the path I took. I feel, you know, um, one of the best accomplishments in my life and something that gave me a, 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 a huge amount of confidence is, is going to UC Davis and graduating. I'm very proud of that. And I know that in Washington, sometimes UC Davis is kind of frowned upon, but I think it's just because they're jealous. <laughs> we're here. We're here speaking with Brennan Layton, a UC Davis grad, uh, here on Happy Hour Radio for our In the Vineyard series. And I'm here in Walla Walla and chatting up. And um, that's cool because I didn't know you were a UC Davis grad. Yeah. And so you started with making white wine, or as the enologist in Saint Michel, and then you started making the white wine. What white wines, what tier of wine was that with Saint Michel? I made, well, I was in charge of all of the Chateau Saint Michel white wines, all the way from the Roica and the, um, and the Singleberry Select, all the way down to um, the Columbia Valley Chardonnay and, and Riesling and all that stuff. So I made it all the way from beginning to end. And, I mean, uh, yeah, it was just me and Eric and then me and Bob that were... And the white wine facility is actually in Woodville, correct? Yeah. yeah. So I was always a Western Washington cat in the, <laughs> in the Woodville yeah. area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So was Alan Shoup still the... No, he had just left. Just left. Ted Baszler. Okay, so Ted CEO. jumped on and, yeah. and put that, it into third and fourth gear. <sighs> I, pretty damn quick. Fifth gear, sixth gear. He's a overdrive. I I have so much respect for that man. So much respect for Ted Baszler. Yeah, he's sharp. He's uh, he's put uh, Sam Michelle and put the state on his back. I would say. And then even you know saw the opportunity to be as we digress a bit, but with the portfolios of Antonori and I hear Torres is coming on board and Nicholas Fouillat and of course the Lowson project. Um, that's that's big for this corner of the world. He's a, I think that without Ted, I don't think the industry would be where it is right now. Yeah, he's uh, very ambitious and um, very generous too. He's, he's got the big vision. He's a good guy. Yeah, cool. So um, now we'll fast forward. Uh, did somebody recruit you to get out of, you wanted to make red wine perhaps. Well, you know, I felt, yeah, I think, not to say that I'm not in total love with wine wines, but I think that there was a part of me that felt like to further my career or people's understanding of the quality of winemaker I was that I'd have to make red wines because white wines tend not to be focused on or, or regarded in the same way. And I felt like, um, like I can make really good red wines and, um, and I wanted to show or work in that in that avenue um that's a natural progression i mean you've done white very well you've got some accolades sure. and then right. you say well let's take the next step and winemakers tend to look for that next opportunity in grapes and obviously red's a natural entree yeah sure and i not to say that i hadn't made red wines but i think that the the um 
the general public didn't know that I was capable of making the red wine. <laughs> and also, I think that, that the other part was that I was under the St. Michelle umbrella, and if even though you may be a winemaker at St. Michelle, if you're not the head winemaker, you're not publicly known, you're kind of behind the scenes. Not, people don't really know your name or know what you're about. And and I really wanted to to gain some amount of notoriety. I mean, I, I think that that's it's different now for me, but back then it was really important to be known as a good winemaker. And so that first opportunity to get known was was in the San Michel portfolio. Or did you actually? No, I had to go to FSD. FSD. Yeah. So I left St. Michel and uh, joined on with a small up and coming winery called FSD who had made like 1800 cases the year before. And it was at their first vintage. Yeah. And, and who was the winemaker? Um, well, a gentleman named Nikenji oh, was, was making the wines, but um, uh, uh, Chris Upchurch from DeLille yeah. was the winemaking consultant. Okay. And um, and Chris Upchurch came to me and said, this project's getting a little bit big for what I'm capable of doing. And, and I think they need someone with a little bit more ex expertise than Nikenji to take them to that next level. And so he introduced me to them and, and that's how that started. And what year was this, 06? Uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, did, were they making three wines at the time? Or did they they have... were making, uh, exactly, they were making the Final Final, the Kaylee, and the Big Papa. Okay. They didn't have names for them though. Ah. They were just, they had a... a so those were unlabeled. Yeah, they were Syrah, uh, Cabernet and then a Cabernet Syrah was the original concept for the winery. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're here uh, speaking with Brennan Layton, um, formerly of San Michelle, formerly of Avesti, and currently in Walla Walla doing some amazing things um, here on Happy Hour Radio. And when we come back, we're going to talk about where he is now, um, touch a little about the FSD project, but uh, move forward and check out some of these white wines here in the vineyard with Happy Hour Radio.